Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is March 8th. Time is about... uh... 11.30 a.m. Redeem and PC has been conducting conference call for the past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please show your face and let us know that you're a newcomer. Uh, let our team know that you're a newcomer. Sunil? Yeah. Hi, ma'am. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. Good, Good morning. Good afternoon. So I have, uh, I have a question regarding I-140. Uh, my priority date is June 2014. Uh, I have my perm approved uh, this week and we are about to file the I-140. So I have some family emergency, which I'm actually seeing in future. So, um, so I might have to like go to India. Uh, I, I missed out. Can, can you repeat again? I'm sorry. I had. Yeah. So my, yeah, sure. So my priority date is June, 2014. I have my perm approved. Uh, uh-huh. So we are about to file the I-140, uh, but I have some medical emergency for my mom. So I might have to like travel to India in future, maybe like in three to six months. Uh, so in I-140 form, there is an option to use like AOS or consulate option, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm selecting the consulate option, okay, mm-hmm. and later on, if I want to do the AOS, uh, is it something like they have to transfer the file? No, they don't have to do anything. They don't have to transfer anything. You can straightly file a 485. Okay, so there is no delay, but usually it is other way around, right? So if I'm doing... You're AOS, absolutely right. There's no delay if you do the consular processing and if you want to move to the adjustment of status, we just file adjustment of status just like everybody else. We don't do anything else. I see, I see. Okay, and and I have like one more question, Rahul, like if I'm allowed to ask that. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm actually going to India after like 13, 14 years. So mm-hmm. I don't think like I can actually make use of the Dropbox. So no, you can Oh, still, still, I can, I can make use of the Dropbox. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Next. So because the last time I got stamping in two thousand nine. That's fine. You can still use it right now. You're exempt until December thirty first, two thousand twenty two. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Yeah. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Yeah. Samia Reddy. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Uh, this is Samia. Yesterday we spoke regarding this issue. I graduated from University of Cumberland and. I applied for initial OPT and I received RFE. On November Mm -hmm. 26th, I submitted my RFE documents, but still Mm -hmm. I did not get any update. And you suggested me to resubmit the documents again. And my question is, uh, if I resend the documents again, does it gonna delay my application process? Well, it won't. If the previous application has been received though, it won't delay, right? Okay. If, if the previous has received, everything is good. If it did not receive it, at least you have this one going right now, rather than getting it denied. 
Okay, but in the case tracker, it's still showing RFP documents were sent. But when I call, as I said to you, ma'am, just make a copy and send it. Why all these efforts? Just send it. You've been making all these efforts instead of making a copy and sending it to them. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Next person, please. Vijay Singha. Yes. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So myself and my spouse have uh, GCAD, which we, uh, I, which is I seven six five and one thirty one. And mm -hmm. we have AP also, and I and it, it it expired yesterday. But we filed like a month ago for the extension, but so far we haven't received the receipt notice at all. I'm I reached out to USCIS and they said like don't know what's going on. They asked me to send a letter to USCIS to see what's going on. So my question is, we don't have the receipt notice. So how can she continue to work? Uh, the card is already expired. So. But it was fine. So, like, oh. Well, check the FedEx tracking number and then show it to them, see if they would accept it. FedEx says it was delivered successfully and it was signed for by someone yeah. from USCIS. Just take it to them, put it that as an evidence though. Okay, and send a letter to USCIS. Is that right? I'm sorry? So, and send a letter to USCIS. Can I send a letter to USCIS to look into it? What you already did it. You did all the different things though. Instead of doing all these things, the couple of different things you did fault. First, you should have filed six months before. Second, right. if you didn't receive the receipt notice by 30 days, the best thing would have been just refile the entire thing again. I mean, it was so close that because, 30th just ended. Yep, I know. But why 30th and 29th day you could have resend it again? Because if you send it right now, she's not eligible for she's not eligible for extend, working for 180 days. Right. So, I, so I sent it yesterday, but that would have reached today. So I thought I'll already missed no, past no, one day. You missed a deadline. You missed a deadline. So what is the deadline? What? When they receive it or when we FedEx it? No, when you when they received it. So it wouldn't have reached. So my question is yeah. so since if I don't have received notice, can someone Yeah, you, you yeah, you have you have to wait until the receipt notice comes in. Okay. 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 And that to the first receipt notice, not the second receipt notice. Okay then. Tirumala? Next. Uh, hey Rahul, uh, this yes, is sir. Pirumala here. Uh, so yes, I have a quick sir. question. Uh, so I'm going to file for my, uh, I'm going to file for my uh, H1 extension. And uh, uh, you think it is a good idea to file the H1 extension with the H4 and H4 EAD, uh, H4, H4 extension and the EAD all together? Or uh, I also have a plan to go for stamping uh, before September this year since my stamping is going to expire by that time. So it is better to just file for H1 extension and the EAD and then go right. for the stamping. Right. The reason that it is better for you to do it is if you wait for the stamping, though, you have to wait for the stamping to come back and then file the EAD application. That will take a long time for the EAD application, though. Even though okay. she may not be able to use the H4, to get in line in advance for the EAD, you're better off filing H4 plus EAD. Okay. Okay. So you, you suggest to file H4 plus EAD beforehand that is and right. go for stamping. That is right, sir. So after coming back, I have to again revoke the H4. No, you don't have to. Don't do anything. Don't do anything. Okay. Don't, don't withdraw the H4. Okay. So they, they themselves have to uh, revoke it. No. Either they may approve it and give the EAD or they may deny the H4 or give the and give the EAD. But you okay. do not revoke. If you revoke, okay. they may deny the EAD. 
ओके I'm planning to uh, bring my aunt to US on tourist visa. She resides in Kuwait and she is a working professional and she is an Indian citizen. So, if I sponsor for her uh, tourist visa, I just book an appointment with the consulate and just send all my documents to her and uh, 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 and she would be saying the pur- purpose of the visit is uh, just to visit my niece. Uh, that's it, right? I mean, uh, yeah, that's fine. but one problem is that what is she working as there in quiet uh, yeah she is a working professional i mean she is working for uh, an in a company called turner projects and that's a construction based company so i normally recommend from middle east people to go to india to go for stamping though because the chances of success are lower if you go even though they are eligible to go for stamping in middle east Uh-huh. their chances of success are less there if they go that's my stat and i can be wrong okay okay and uh, one question is that can the consulate uh, ask uh, like why do you need a sponsor if your financial background is uh, so good and why can't you file for yourself you don't have to you don't have to you don't when you send a sponsor though you don't have to send your finances and all those things you could say that she's going to pay all the money by herself it's just an invitation letter okay okay so i'll just invite her and uh, i'll just uh, send out my uh, financial documents you don't need to send your financial documents if she's going to pay for it it oh. will be better that if she pays for it rather than you pay for it okay 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 okay, okay. yeah sure next, next person please thank you deepa Hi Rahul um uh, we have uh, applied i mean we we were working for company A company B acquired company A and i was having an eb2 uh, approved eb2 for company A after company B uh, acquired they didn't uh, amend the 140 so when uh-huh. my dates were current for eb3 mm-hmm. they downgraded mm-hmm. and amended and they applied concurrently i for it the policy is there sorry um yeah they downgraded and uh, they amended um, i140 for the new employer name and they applied concurrent 85 that is perfect and, okay good everything good and they downgraded to eb3 so i got mm-hmm. my eb and advance payroll last year after one year i got so now my mm-hmm. eb3 date is back retrogressed and uh, my eb2 is current so how can i go back to you eb3 you have to you have to file an i140 again um in eb2 and once the i140 is approved you can interfile or refile so new petition new i140 petition new i14 no amended i140 petition the amended uh, eb3 is still pending which that's is that's fine you can still that is fine ma'am you can still file one more amended i140 and then why don't you do premium processing for that amended one though we did uh, we around sent 6 okay. 7 Okay, oh, I got it. Six hundred times is not enough. Go fifteen times, okay, and then file okay. one more amended I one forty for EB two. So my my attorney said once you downgraded EB two, right? EB three, the previous EB two is gone. That's what he said. No, it's not gone. Everything is good. You can still file one more amendment now. One more okay. amendment. 
can do new 485 or what do you suggest like you can do new 485 or you can wait you can wait until both i140 are approved and interfile you can do either of those things okay thank you rahul next person please amruta hi rahul uh so i'm in a dire situation here give me one uh, second amruta give me one second amruta yeah go ahead amruta sorry about that yeah no problem uh yeah rahul so uh basically uh uh i have a h1 with uh, company a and uh, it is valid till uh Uh, January twenty twenty four and the I ninety four is valid till that date, uh, but my uh, I have been a consultant and my project ended uh, last March, so I am on bench and uh, and they aren't paying me. So even though I am portable right now, the transfer has been very difficult. So uh, is the three or ten year ban? applicable to me and what is the best way to come out of it like is is only my employers can help file the amendment um, i i just need some light um well, uh, and um you don't have the you don't um you don't have the uh you uh, you don't have the h4 possibilities right no no okay um you can you can always go to india and come back on h1b you are not subject to 3 year or 10 year bar luckily though the reason why you are not eligible for 3 year or 10 year bar is status violation is different than unlawful presence okay so you are only violating the status you are not unlawfully present here okay 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 so you you are still eligible to come back so what you can do right now is if you find a company file a transfer of h1 the application if it gets denied you just go to india for stamping and come back okay. are you there ma'am uh so uh yeah is there a possibility that if my employers like i get a new project and they they file a uh, amendment, amendment and they are going to uh, usas is going to query because the pay stubs are there not is, there there is so, a there is a chance for it okay and if uh, if the uh, if the company hires me like the uh, company hires me and they file a new petition so is the past petition overwritten by the new petition it's not overwritten you're violating you may be violating the status but it, it won't have long term effects for you that's all i can tell you they okay. at the most they will tell you to go to india to get stamping okay So would this be an ideal ideal scenario for me to go through the the one which i just what 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 scenario so so if i if my company files an amendment and the like the parent company files a new petition so uh, what is parent company so let us say i am like a with a vendor and uh, uh, am, no ma'am they so so your your current company files an amendment right hello hello ma'am yeah yes hello gayatri can you hear me yes rahul i am able to hear you i am able to hear you gayatri can you hear me yes rahul i am able to hear you okay is she there right now yeah She's i am not still here yeah I, so the ideal situation what you're telling I, i i got cut off i couldn't hear you at that time yeah ideal situation is that your current company files an amendment and then 
and then the client uh, hires me and they file a new petition so is the past petition uh, you know overwritten so that's that's i don't know what what i don't know what you mean by overwritten but i would like, say that yeah that's fine nothing wrong with it so like i'm uh, overwritten in terms of like with regards to the violation would how would that be considered or come back okay hello rahul yeah once there is still a chance there is still a chance that they will tell you to come back ma uh, go to for india stamping. and come <laughs> for stamping okay that's right okay okay thank you sir thank you so much for your time thank you next person Next person, please. Mohan. Hey, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yeah. So, Rahul, I'm going to keep it quick. Uh, so, last year, I my priority date is uh, June two thousand seven with EB three. So, last November, I concurrently filed for forty five nine one forty. I want for it got approved, and I also got the I seven nine seven ninety seven C receipt notices. And the biometrics is also done. But last week, exactly last week on Friday, I received another set of I seven ninety seven notices, same as what I received last year. And what does this exactly mean? And what does the notice date say on it, though? Receipt date. Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, receipt date is the same. I can hear. Receipt date is the same as I got last year. Notice. No, there is two dates in there. Receipt date and notice date. Gatri, I can't hear him. Can you hear him? Um, Mohan, you have to unmute yourself. Uh, I don't know. I got. I got unmuted. I got it. Yeah. Can you hear me now? What is the notice date? There is receipt date and notice date. What is the notice date? Notice date. What I got last year was November fifth, and now last week what I got is March first. March of which year? This year, two thousand eight. How can it be March of this? Oh, you got March of two thousand twenty-two. You got it. Correct. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? In a, did you file a year-end AP extension? Is it? No, no, nothing. It's entirely already filed. Yeah, you can ignore it though. That's okay. They might have issued an error. I mean, does it anyway? Anywhere mean like they have? I'm still waiting for biometrics. That's all I have done. And even the uh, the the case status on their site has yeah. not uh, reflected that's anything. With, it still says my of, my case has been received. That's with a lot of other people. You can ignore that you got a receipt notice again in March of 2022. You can ignore it. It won't affect you. Okay. Okay. But does it anyway mean that they have started processing something? I would not assume by that. It may be a computer error. They just issued some uh, extra notification. It could be they may be working on it, but we cannot tell. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Kiran. Uh, hi Rahul, uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have a quick uh, question. So my uh, refiled uh, 485 uh, status, uh, EB2 status, has actually changed to continuation notice was mailed. 
So what does that mean? Uh, you know, saying a notice continuation notice was mailed. So what should I expect for that? Um, that 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 means that they're working on your file. That's all. It doesn't mean anything else. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Thank you. That's that's all. Next I have. question. Um, iPhone. The display name is iPhone. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Uh, I have a question regarding it for VSS stamping. So I downloaded my 485 in 2020. I got my for i40 approved in EB3 and EB2 also. I got my EAD and advanced parole. Uh, and I went to India and came back on uh, AP. Mm -hmm. uh, currently, I'm working on each one with my mm -hmm. current. Now, my question is, suppose if my family goes to India for visa stamping, it's for visa stamping, are they eligible? The memo says that you can still extend the H-1B, but it doesn't clearly say that you are, you are on H-1B. They can try. The, that's, they can try. At the most, they will not issue. They have an advanced parole, right? They, they don't. Ah, you can do one thing. You can go to Mexico and come back to solve the problem. You have the H-1B approval, is right? I have H-1B approval till 2024 March. Yeah, you can go to Mexico. You come back on H-1B this time. Okay. And then let them travel to go for stamping. Okay. <laughs> you may ask a question. Hey, I don't have the H-1B stamping. How can I go to Mexico and come back? That's right. called automatic revalidation. Um, Gayatri, can you give a link for automatic revalidation? You have it? Sure, Rahul. Sure, Rahul. Yeah. She will give a link for automatic revalidation. You can watch that one. You'll be fine. Okay. So in the okay. automatic revalidation means they don't stamp on my passport. passport. You okay. just go, you go to Mexico. You have nothing to do with US visa. You just go to Mexico, have a margarita there. You come back. When you come back, you show them that you're working with this particular company. You're coming back on each one. Oh, okay. 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 The hit one I have valid dining for till uh, 2024 March. So you should... then you should be good to go. Okay. okay. Next person, please. Sohail. Yeah. Hey, Rahul. This is Sohail. Uh, I'm a student here, international student. I have applied for OPT and I got the RFE. Google stop. Sorry. Yeah, international, uh, you got OPT and RFE. Okay. Yeah. And uh, after coming to US, I have taken two transfer. Uh, that is, I was in Connecticut first in the University of New Haven. And then mm -hmm. I took transfer to Southern States University, California. And then again, I, I took transfer to California University of Management. And Don't Science. you have a consultation with me at three o'clock? Yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll okay. discuss it. Why are you coming here? Actually, I got a few more questions regarding these things. So oh, you, you have the whole half an hour for you. <laughs> okay, hopefully I can solve it everything there. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll discuss all the things. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Thank okay, you so much. Thank really you. appreciate it. I read all uh, the things, all your notes. If you want to add the notes, send an email to me. Next oh, person, sure. please. I will. All right. Thank you. Sridhar. Hey, Rahul. 
Yes, yeah, this, uh, I work in a hospital uh, as a healthcare. So thing is, I'm in H4 and H4 EAD. Uh, we got a advanced payroll and the EAD through my wife. Mm -hmm. So thing is, uh, he question is uh, still uh, I140 is pending uh, since uh, 2020 October. So now we did a H1 and H4 uh, extension along with the EAD. My wife H1 got uh, approved uh, today, and mm -hmm. my still pending. Uh, situation is like in case we go to India. Uh, the, either my wife or myself or both. So we can come back on AP and uh, we can go to Mexico after that and our H1, H4 will be valid uh, once it get approved. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you go to India and you come back in advance, bro. Mm -hmm. No, your H4 is not valid anymore. Okay. So, uh, so even though it's approved, the pending one is approved, the pending H4 is approved. Okay. And you go to India, you come back on e advanced parole. You have okay. an EAD, you have an EAD with the advanced parole, is it right? Yep. So what's your question? So uh, in case my currently, you know, the pending H4, uh, H4 EAD uh, get approved. So uh -huh. I feel I can use that. I can go to Mexico and get a... Uh, yeah, you um, can go to Mexico and come back and start using the H4 plus EAD. Okay, okay. So there's no problem to our 485 pending or whatever is there. Uh, right? No. If you go to H4 and come back, you don't have any problem with the 485. Even H1 also, same thing. Yeah, same thing with H1B. Okay, okay. Thank you, Rahul. Have a good day. Sridhar? Yeah, Mexico is a good option if you want to maintain the H1B. Okay, okay sorry. Deepak? Deepak? Uh, 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 hello, uh, uh, Mr. Reddy. Uh, thanks for taking call. Uh, I have one question. Um, my uh, priority date is May 2012. And uh, like in October of 2020, when the dates moved, I did the yeah, downgrade to EB3. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And uh, my 140 downgrade is still pending right now. And mm -hmm. uh, in light of the recent uh, notices from the USCIS about interfile, uh, my employer has given me two options uh, to do. First option is that uh, they can file a new 140 in EB2 and upon its approval, uh, they can... Why do they have to file a new I-140? Did they file amendment initially? When they yeah, they the did an amendment of the EB1. Uh, uh, we told so, them not to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so they're suggesting we can do a new 140 in EB2 and upon its approval, they can interfile. Uh, and at that point, they would withdraw the EB3 140. No, they don't need to withdraw the EB3 I 140. Okay. And would we have to do a complete 485 filing again if we have to do that uh, new 140? Interfiling? Yes. Interfiling? Yes. No, you don't have to. You can interfile. Okay, uh, so without having to do a, com a new one four eighty five, we can just do a new EB two one forty and do an interfile on that. Mm -hmm. Okay, and regarding the USCIS notices about doing interfile along with four eighty five J, are there any risks in doing that? Uh, just sending an inter uh, interfile request along with the four eighty five J. That is the second option my employer has given. What What do you mean risk right now with your I one forty? No, if we do the if you send a, a transfer of underlying basis request, uh, 
along with a 45j letter uh, would there be any risks uh, uh, after your i140 is approved is it right uh no this is about the second option my employer has suggested the first option I was know. first option is to get i140 amendment and file interfiling the second yes. option is fi- file interfile without um, without filing an i140 uh correct no sir don't do that don't do that okay next person please okay thank you <clears throat> sanmat sanmata yeah thank you thanks uh, rahul my question is related to uh, my question is related to the i uh, sorry the eb3 downgrade i have done uh mm-hmm. in october 2020 uh mm-hmm. recently when i inquired with emma i realized that somehow the underlining i140 they have attached is my eb2 i140 that was approved in 2013 and uh, i am right now current just this month on the final action date under eb2 so i am in a dilemma whether uh, should i be doing an interfiling or should i go back how, how do you know that they attached the eb2 though yeah because when i raised the when i when i contacted emma and trying to understand what uh, you don't you filed i140 with 485 right correct i did and eb3 uh, was approved as well uh, for the downgrade eb3 is approved for the downgrade too yeah, yeah. but but when i checked the uh, emma when i gave my eb3 number src number or, or the petition number uh, i, I, I no, would not rely i would not rely on the emma though on that i see i see i would not rely on that because when you file a 485 you don't have the i140 number though so they it might have noticed the yeah. i140 number of eb3 eb2 yeah but what happened was when i checked the 485 application which my law attorney had provided me uh, when when the form was filled i realized that there was an eb2 485 uh, sorry eb2 i140 number entered in that 485 application so i'm guessing whether they have considered the eb2 underlying basis well, are you maintaining the non immigrant status right now yes i am well you can just refile the entire thing if you don't want to take any chances i see i see because so because the refiling cases are getting approved faster oh, i were you i would if you have some doubt you think so that's the way it is just refile the entire application okay but the disadvantage okay. would be that i would be in the queue later right not in the that's the only thing yeah yeah okay okay next person all right please. thank you narsi narsi reddy hi rahul garu hi Uh, my I-140 got approved, but my employer was not sharing the approval notice. So I raised the request, uh, FOIA request, and got the um, p- petition document. I got it has the A number and the case number. Will yeah, that be sufficient enough. for trans? That will be sufficient for for that's enough for you. For that's more than enough for you. Sir. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You don't need anything else. And one more question. Right now, just they apply. My current company applied extension just last week. and i'm getting max out on march 28 so do i need to wait for current extension to be approved to transfer visa to another company when is when is your h1 be expiring you said uh, march 28 this month 28 so why can't you extend it you have an i140 approval right now why why can't you transfer it what's your question on it 
Uh, okay, like current company applied extension. So do I need to wait for current company extension to no, be approved? No, or no not required. No. Right? So if what you're filing March... it before the I-94 expires, you don't need to wait. Oh, if you're okay. filing after the I-94 expires, I would recommend to wait. Okay, okay. Okay. okay, thanks, Rahul. And one more question: Like after I one forty approval, do I need to stay with my stick my employer for six months? Uh, is there that rule? When was I one forty approved for you? It approved on December third. It approved just last year, December third, twenty twenty. Yeah, you have to stick with the company. Oh, is it? Is this March? Is the sixth year for you? Yes, correct. Sixth no, no. year. Yes, I strongly recommend. I strongly mm-hmm. recommend you stick with this company until six months is after the I-140 is approved. Okay. After six months, if employer employer cannot revoke I-140, right? Yeah. Even if he revokes, it won't make any difference for you. Okay. Okay. Thanks, okay. Rahul Garu. Thanks Thank very you. much. Yep. Last Thank caller you. for today. Sai Teja. Uh, yes. Hi. Hi, Rahul. This is Sai Teja. So I'm on H1 in US uh, and uh, I got married last November uh, in India and we filed an H4 for my wife, but that visa got refused at uh, the consul, uh, consulate. H4 got refused? Yes. Why? And it was, we, we got an email saying DS5535 questionnaire, the security background check. For your wife? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So they said they told to come back. No, they, they gave the passport back. Uh, the status shows refused and uh, I've inquiring with travel docs and I called DOS here. They said they're still working on the case. It's a security background check and it takes time. So I've never heard before this and I'm inquiring with everyone. They said, yeah, no. it's better to have a consultation though with a lawyer to check. Okay. Okay. But Was she ever in she, this country before? No, she applied a new passport and that is also received only uh, in July. Like, Have a consultation with the lawyer. That will be in the best interest, okay? Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow. And don't forget that we do have a live uh, Facebook and YouTube where we answer one-hour questions straight at 5 Central Time. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.